That was real. Yeah, it's on. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Kayla and Harrison. Won't shut up. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Harrison. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Are you staying warm out here? Oh, up here? You mean in Alaska? Yeah, I guess we're not outside. Uh, no, because we live. You know, have you ever seen the film The Thing? In Antarctica? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's very similar. No, have you ever watched it in no. Antarctica? Oh, yeah, of course. As yeah. <laughs> an Alaskan, I get down there all the time. Yeah, that's close. Let's close. Anyway, let's move on from geography. Okay. Because clearly I know a lot about it, and I don't want to make anyone feel inadequate. Mm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, as you all know, we don't follow any sort of... Uh, Pattern? Real layout in our <laughs> podcast. Um, we do. We talk about movies every time. Well, that's... Yeah. Fact. See? That's true. All right. Um, <laughs> but we don't follow a particular kind of film. Right. There was a while there where I was hoping we would only ever watch Harry Potter movies. But we've given up on that. I, mean, I guess we did after the very first episode. Yeah, we've moved on. But somehow it's come up in every episode. <laughs> because I love Harry Potter so much. I'm feeling really emotional, listeners, because Go my ahead. dear friend, Let my dear out. friend Merdula was like, I have a really good Harry Potter Hogwarts test other than Pottermore. And I was like, let's get it, girl. And she got a very high score for the house that she definitely is, which is Slytherin. And I took it at six o'clock this morning. And don't look at the thing like I'm talking too long about Harry Potter. I'm making sure the battery's not dying. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, guys, listen. The first time I took it, I got freaking Ravenclaw, which is, there's nothing wrong with Ravenclaw. It's just that number four it was ranked was Gryffindor, which is my house. My house is Gryffindor. Your former house, no uh, longer. Don't do that. And then I was like, all right, I'll retake it. Not six o'clock in the morning. Mm. Anyway, I just retook it. And at... at at whatever o'clock it is here in Juno. 10.55. 10.55 here. Alaska time. Alaska time. <laughs> it's just a general... I got time. Slytherin. Again, not that there's anything wrong with that. There's not. But number four again was Gryffindor. And I don't know who I am anymore. So, I don't know. Am I Kayla? I don't know. And then we, we made the decision to go and watch a movie. A new movie. A movie that's out currently. We saw it in a theater. We could actually be spoiling this for some of you, but probably not. But probably not, because apparently enough people have seen this film to give <laughs> it quite a bad Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Tomatoes. Which we don't really subscribe to rating systems on the internet because... Shit, I do. <laughs> <laughs> because as you know, Kayla gave Hocus Pocus six out of six. Which is grammatically correct. Statistically. And grammatically, I guess. Woof. Guys, listen again. I'm clearly not a Ravenclaw. Listen to me. Yeah, you're a Slytherin. I'm not a Slytherin either. Again, listen to me. I mean, maybe Hufflepuff. I don't I can't. I need to get over this. Let's talk about the Winchester. Let's talk about the Winchester. But first, let's introduce our very special guest. Oh, we have a very special guest. So we were walking down the street. Walking down the street. In the middle of Juno. Mm Mm-hmm. Alaska. Just bored as fuck because there's nothing to do here and it's snowy and I had my... Except for the farm in the two months... Indoors. In the two months that we're able to, you know, get through the permafrost. Mm-hmm. Yes. We farm snow and we harvest <laughs> it into water. But snow we were water. walking down the street yes. and we saw this person who was just looking real fly and we ended up figuring out they were in a traveling band uh-huh. from Norway. <laughs> you look Norwegian. And so we asked them if they'd like to join us. That's because I am Norwegian. Are you really? Yeah. I'm You're not Ravenclaw? <laughs> Actually, I'm she's half, Slytherin. I'm half. 
All three of us, everyone hosting the podcast today is Slytherin. Three little no. snakes. No. Wow. Again, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but yeah, okay, so it makes sense that you're no region. Intern Carly. Intern Carly. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome, Intern Carly. Pleasure to be here. Do you have any passing words for Intern Laura, who's nowhere to be found? Or Intern Michael, who went on to be co-host Michael, who is now gone. No host, Michael? No host. No host. Did y'all hear that? That was a good joke. Thank you. I don't really get it. How do you feel about street traveling? You were on the street when we found you. I love it. And you'll go back to the street after this. <laughs> Just like we did with intern Laura. Yes. <laughs> and intern Michael. Especially well, they flew Michael. back home to, to the where, lower 49. Wherever. Um, I'm a big fan of street traveling. Thank Sweet. You. Thank you for asking. Sweet. So can we... <laughs> this film, I keep saying the Winchester. When we purchased tickets at the actual movie theater where we went and saw the film... Yes. Like, we interacted with a human to buy the ticket. Had you to. all saw it. Well, you it were sounds, all there. I think the Winchester makes it sound, like, prestigious. Like, it's better than it actually was. Like, well, almost 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's not yeah. going well, to sound prestigious <laughs> I when I tell you why I've been saying the Winchester. And it's, of course, because of Shaun of the Dead. And so they're oh. always like, let's go down to Winchester, because that's the name of the bar. And it's got a Winchester rifle above the door. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, I don't think this movie is called The Winchester. I think it's called Winchester. Do you, it what, is. We literally wait, took a picture oh, in front I wait, of I took, the poster. I also have a, my ticket stub. Oh, this doesn't say anything. It's Winchester, though. I have an article pulled Oh, up. it does say one adult Winchester. It does say that. It also oh. says, I've got some rewards. So, oh, before, yeah. before we get to the contents of the film, which there's a lot. So there's a lot. <clears throat> we, have a very, we have a rocky road ahead. Speaking of rocky road... Oh, yes. <laughs> We've each selected a type of ice cream. Uh-huh. Um, which I would say be careful about what you do when you leave a movie theater in general, but especially when you go to a grocery store. I don't feel bad about I don't what either, we did. but we made the wonderful decision to mm-hmm. each pick a surprise pint of ice cream to illustrate how we felt about this film. I'm so excited. Now, if you haven't seen the film, you won't understand that there's a heavy ice cream influence and theme <laughs> Incorrect. that resonates throughout the movie. Not true. So what we've done is we've each selected our own ice cream. So first we're going to unveil our ice creams and explain why we selected the ice cream we did. And then we're going to eat the ice cream as we continue the episode. I love it, personally. Me too. So I can go first. Do it. Okay. Well, so, maybe we should have our special guest go first. Oh my gosh, you're right. What am I thinking? I'm so impolite. Go ahead, intern. You really are. In Norway, no one would have ever done that. I don't know what you guys do. Allow me to lean my breast near you. I prefer that. So my flavor is called Oat of This Swirled. Uh Uh-huh. What's the brand? Ben and Jerry's. Yes. Oh, wait. Is it because there's a character named Ben? No, it's because this... This podcast is sponsored by Ben and Jerry's. Um, Good Shit, call. no, I didn't think about that. There is a character named Ben. He's, like, actually pretty important. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. As in but there's layers incredibly... to this, right? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. The... Similar to the movie. There's layers. As Yes. So I chose this because out of this world is, like, out of this world, as ghosts are not in the living world, but in the unliving world. <laughs> Did you, uh, say, did you say goats, like in Norway, or ghosts? Ghosts. Sorry, I know. It's my accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to understand people from Norway. But, um, yeah, so I picked that because of the ghosts. I get it. There's a pretty heavy haunting presence like in an appar- movie. Like an apparition, if y'all can get that. Like I would say ghost. roughly 90% of this film is ghost heavy. 
I would have to agree. I'd agree so with that. that's my yes. That's my flavor. Okay. I'm awesome. Crack into this bitch. <laughs> we don't curse on the podcast. Oh, sorry. Well, that's not true. I said <laughs> shit earlier. Fuck that. Go. Um. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So I picked a Halo Top brand. It's candy bar flavored, and here's why. Tell us. Um, there's two reasons. The second reason came to me as I was purchasing this at the Kroger. Okay. So the Kroger's, which we have a lot of up here in Juneau. Alaska. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so I picked candy bar because one of the things in this film is, again, they have ghosts. There's ghosts up in there. Mm-hmm. And there, there are some good ghosts, which, again, um, show up. And they are dismissed by Helen Mirren. Did I say that right? You did. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't know a lot about her up here. So, anywho. Sarah um, Winchester. Sarah Winchester. She's like, some ghosts are good and they keep going on to heaven after I talk to them because I'm like the ghost whisperer and some of them we have to put in their room and then we seal the room with a bar. Really, it's a wood, it's like a wood plank and they put in 13 nails to keep them in there because apparently. Because they're superstitious. That's a superstitious thing. But that's what candy bar. So that's the first reason. I really ah. bar, like bar across the Clever. I had a struggles. That I was on good. the struggle that's boat. Good. You guys know I was standing in front of the ice creams for like ten minutes trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I thought you had fallen asleep standing up. <laughs> when I was purchasing this, I had a, a vague sense that this wasn't gonna be a very good ice cream. And I don't know if I'm right or not, but I this reminds me of the feeling I had before I <laughs> saw this film. This vague idea that I'm going to be disappointed. And yeah. I was not disappointed in that regard, but we're going to have to find out about this ice cream. So, Harrison, while I open mine up, why don't you tell us about yours? So, the one that I have selected is by So Delicious, because I don't eat dairy. And it is called Salted Caramel Cluster. Okay. And the reason that I have selected this one is because I'm salty about how this movie made me feel. <laughs> and because... If you get shot by a Remington, there's going to be clusters within your body. Why'd you, Hold up. Why did you... Winchester? Yeah, I was about to say, why Wait, are what you... what did I say? Remington. I don't, honestly, I've already blocked the movie out. I can't out, believe so. your brand it's called, right now. It is called Winchester. But it's about Remington It's like rifles. 90% haunting, 10% Winchester. So it's literally the only other... Okay, well, you know what? Remington, Winchester, Red Rider, they're all going to leave a cluster of... Oh, dairy for I have dessert, this cashew milk non-dairy frozen dessert uh-huh. in remembrance of the experience that I had watching this movie where I also felt like um, it was a cluster <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't pr- curse on this podcast. Um, so I am vaguely disappointed by this ice cream because it's chock full of peanuts, which was not indicated to me in any way. Mm. Yeah, what is it called? Candy corn? Can- Isn't it called it's called, peanut? It's called candy bar. <laughs> Isn't it called? I just wanted, I wanted like, I don't know. It looks like there's little crunchy crunch pieces. How am I to know that there, it's, what if I was allergic to peanuts? Let's keep the ratio going here. That's an interesting piece of historical goop that I didn't know. Really, and she should be proud though. She moved, <laughs> so she moves to California and she moves to a mansion in San Jose and basically she spends the rest of her life like the 25 years after he dies or more i don't know about math um adding rooms on and on and on and on to this house until it's like a crazy maze red a crazy maze of rooms where there are stairs that don't lead anywhere and there's doors that open up to the outside and there's nothing there 
and um, lots of windows and lots of doors and lots of closed off rooms. Um, and I believe in intern Carly, if you, you look like you're reading about this in the background, mm -hmm. I believe that in real life she did it because she thought she was confusing the ghosts of those that Winchester rifles had killed. And the, the film has a, a little bit of a different bent, but what are you learning? Right, I'm looking at the wiki for the film actually, so let me find the actual story <clears throat> of her life. So in the film though, it's not that she's building these rooms to confuse the ghosts. She's In the film, she's doing it based on the ghost's instructions. And each room she builds is a recreation of the room that the ghost died in. And the idea is she can work through their stuff in their rooms and they can move on or they don't. And like I mentioned, she literally seals them in. So With 13 nails. With 13 nails, which I appreciated 13 being a lucky number in this film. Or not lucky, holy, as she says. You are mm. correct. It was to confuse the ghosts. Yes. So Carly just looked up. Intern Carly confirmed that the real Sarah Winchester was building the rooms to confuse the ghosts. Well, there are two theories. The oh, second, there's two theories. The much less popular theory mm -hmm. is that while she was an exceedingly... Does it say that in parentheses? Like, much less popular. Well, it's a comma, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, while she was an exceedingly wealthy woman and could build her house any way that she wanted, she had no architectural training, so some of the oddities could be simple design error. Oh, that's not nearly as interesting a story. But yes. it seems a little more realistic because obviously she was a little crazy. Well, one of the criticisms of this film is really funny, and it says <laughs> that... Um, hold on, i got to find the quote. Oh, here we go. Like a grand staircase within the famous mansion that inspired it, Winchester appears poised to get a rise out of audiences, but ultimately leads nowhere. Whoa! <laughs> a harsh burn. A harsh burn. I will say about maybe 20% of the way through this movie... I'm just, we're going to go in increments of 10 since it only got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Bless. About 20% of the way through Bless. this movie, I was just like, every, every jump scare that happened, every, like, maligned, ex, like. Spelling honest? Yes. <laughs> expected <laughs> thing that happened in this movie, I was just like. Oh my god! Again, like it was so uncomfortable that I was like moving I in my that it seat, was like. Action packed. Uh, we I did too. Really? I think it was so early on. Harrison's just upset because I was sitting I next don't think to it him, was and I literally packed. kept like burrowing into his shoulder from fear. And anyone who's listening, who's ever seen a horror film with me, knows that feeling. Whoever's sitting next to me needs to be prepared to be my personal, like person I glomp onto. No, no, no. I'm not complaining at all about that. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm simply saying that <laughs> I'm I think here, I, I think what I'm I, getting at is I'm here for you. I, also, I think I scratched you at one point and I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still bleeding. <laughs> I got a band-aid. I got a Remington band-aid. Just band -aid. It froze to, <laughs> um, your blood froze when we walked out of the theater. Yeah. Uh, I just, it was, it was one of those situations where I was just like, oh, come on. Really? This is, oh. No, you're just going to do it. You're going to do the exact thing that you're acting like you're going to do. Like, <laughs> I, I was like so thoroughly unimpressed. I was so thoroughly unimpressed by this movie. <laughs> Halfway through it. Like, 40% of the way through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for it to end. And the, the acting was, like, not even... 
a redeeming because it was it was I mean the acting was okay but like it wasn't even a redeeming quality for me I was just like ready for a ghost to kill someone to get it over with is it preferably too soon to talk me. about the bullet yeah no it's not well oh okay never mind it's too soon okay there were some very cheesy parts to the film that yeah okay well upon leaving the theater I immediately asked was this rated PG thirteen. And the reason is, is because you can tell. It's so... Well, also because the back of the theater was literally filled with, like... Teenagers. I mean, yeah. I couldn't see anything because there were no lights on. But I did hear a lot of laughter. But I just chalked that up to it being, like, it wasn't being taken seriously. Because it presented itself as a movie that shouldn't be taken seriously. Like, it fell into every single PG-13 unoriginal horror trope that it could. It felt... It's interesting that you mentioned the Warrens because I very much felt like... I was just about to bring up... How on God's green earth is this really that different from The Conjuring films? Because I feel like The Conjuring, stylistically, we I mean, I could go on for hours about this. I feel like we the, story, the, the story of The Conjuring is a bastardization of the original story, which is a bastardization of the truth. So it's two levels removed already from what potentially happened, but James Wan is very gifted with setting a stage. The acting was beautiful. The cinematography was beautiful. The only thing that I really disliked about that movie was how it demonized atheists. Like, that was the crux of that movie's story. It just fell into a very stereotypical exorcism story at the end. That's my issue with The Conjuring. The rest of the series after that, I don't even care about because it's bullshit. <laughs> this movie doesn't even feel stylistically mm -hmm. like they attempted to do anything original. It didn't feel like a period piece. It, like, it was confusing what year it was. Like, the decisions that were made with CGI were really confusing. And, like, uh, camera angles when he's rolling the bullet. And there's, like, the bullet superimposed in front of him in, like, a weird wash. Uh, like, you know what I'm talking about? There was, like, Not a weird... Really. When he's sitting on his side and he's like well, rolling no, 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 the no. there's like a wash of a layover from mm -hmm. like another scene that's been overlaid, which is just super weird. Like it, it felt like it, and there was weird elements where it almost felt like it was a British film. Like mm -hmm. it was a, it was so uh, pieced together in a way that didn't feel complete whatsoever. I think The Conjuring felt like the time period. Like the soundtrack was effective. Like so much about oh that. Oh my god, the singing, the little boy singing that song. Yeah. Oh, and like, movie, they I just feel like they. To the ground. It feels like the theme park of horror films. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the two of us having worked at a theme park in Alaska know. Yeah. A very about, popular one. Yeah, know about like the things that people tap into to like quote unquote effectively scare someone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the baseline objective that they had for this film and they didn't go anywhere beyond it they were just like we're real comfortable and just getting away with what we're doing right now i feel like most pg-13 films are like that yeah and that's i'm that's losing kind of like you with the with the conjuring thing though i really am we should watch that and do a separate episode about it okay I'm happy maybe we need to, to pause it, it there did you see the second annabelle film no i didn't I, see the first annabelle film okay well i did both those things <laughs> I will tell you, the second one's actually legit. I heard the second one was a lot better than the first one. It but was I legit. still feel like it's... It had nuns in it, and I love nuns. True. Yeah, then yeah. I can see how you would Okay, think. so we need to stop talking about The Conjuring, because I'm never yeah. going to agree with you on The Conjuring. And we'll address that in a later podcast. We will address that in a later episode. <laughs> I think The Conjuring has some issues, but I think overall, like, stylistically, that film is really well done. 
Okay, let's talk about the tropes in the movie, though. I think that's an important point. So, okay. Like, the kids' eyes are glowing. All of them are. That was also another thing that reminded me of Shaun of the Dead, other than the Winchester, yeah. is that all the ghosts like had 90s. white had white irises. Yeah, yeah. That's just, that was a little bit too easy. It was a little bit. Um, to show, So, for context, there's a little boy in the film, and he gets possessed just several times by one of the ghosts. And you can tell he's possessed because his eyes glaze over and turn white. And he sings at one point. He sings a song that the guy's singing when he's about to die in the beautiful, flashback. Beautiful dreamer. Yeah. So it's like a... What, what are those things that you crank? Like with? a jack-in-the-box? Um, well, like a music box, I was thinking. Oh, like You're a, a musician. You should know the answer to that. Sorry. <laughs> like one of those ballerina boxes. That's yes. not what they're called. But we all know what we're talking about. Right. You wind it, it sings. Um, I don't know. I, I think I might still be someone who's creeped out by the little children singing when you know they're possessed by ghost thing. I do think it's creepy. But mm-hmm. I think they beat it to the ground. And I also think as far as like acknowledging tropes that were overdone in the movie, that oh, was yeah. definitely yes. one that they were like, oh, and then make the child sing. <laughs> um. Let's see. I'm actually not sure, um, personally, if I could just list off tropes from this film. I was also really distracted, at least at the beginning, because we got there a little late. And you want to know what we missed? Because I found. Oh it. yeah! Oh my gosh! What did we miss? Um, Something really important, I assume. It was not important, but to give context to what a skis ball the doctor is. Oh wait, which doctor? Um, witch ma- doctor. There's a witch, a witch doctor, doctor, doctor in the film. <gasps> yeah. Wait, the main the main character, the one who looks like yeah, Dr. like Ari- Hopper, Doctor Ariola, like Doctor Hopper from Strange Correct. Things. His name is Doctor Eric Prince. Is he a doctor in that show? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I'm sorry. What did we miss about him? So at the beginning of the film, he is in a room entertaining three sex workers. Okay. And then he is approached by. The Winchester lawyer. Yes. Who says, I have this person I need you to assess. Well, we so saw that. To... So the you literal. Place with... I didn't see the sex workers. In the no, 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 no. I'm saying literally all we missed was well, the sex workers. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, so but I just, what a strange thing to include that in That is film. very like, strange. Strictly to make him seem like a. Unseemly? Yes. Because they never, it's not like that ever comes up again. Well, other than the drug addiction. Where he's like microdosing poison. Yeah, he was literally microdosing poison. Oh, I just assumed that there was poison. liquor in that. No, he was microdosing yeah, poison. That's why she said you are addicted to your drugs, and she took them away from him. Mm. The what? The woman. He was using like a little, like a little Spirit. plastic stirrer, and just taking a very small amount. That's of a bottle that was like very well printed that said like poison <laughs> on it. Yeah, it wasn't subtle at all. It literally no, just said poison real big. They definitely bought everything from Spirit Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can think of a trope now. <laughs> I went to film school. Yeah, I was going to say. The, someone in the film has been dead this whole time. Mm. Oh, classic. I yeah. love that trope, though. I'm going to be real honest with you. Is there I a coupon on top of this? Did you not use it? Mm-mm, not yet. Uh-oh, there was a coupon Harrison didn't use. <laughs> Anywho, on his ice cream, so I'm the winner of the ice cream. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like the overall premise is that there's this one ghost who is unbeatable, even with the special room. 
Right? Well, like, well, but that's... is it is it inferred that this one ghost is like been there the whole time and he's the reason she's just incessantly building? No, I thought the implication was the problem with this ghost was that he could possess people and that had not previously happened because there's a really weird idea where the ghosts so either the ghosts are cured by her talking to them or they're which upset. does remind me of the conjuring in a way that's like what hair is it problematic oh there you go it it's cracking um but going back <laughs> um, that's more that's more of my gripe with the warrens like so the, the the ghosts in this film did you get the LaCroix out of the freezer? Oh, my God. LaCroix, our other sponsor, has so <laughs> graciously placed one can in our freezer wrapped in a um, frozen rag. Anyway. It's always a bad idea. I hope it's not exploded. Anywho, um, there was a weird thing where she's like, oh, and if they if they can't move on, if I can't talk them into whatever, going into the light, they... She seals him up in the room with the bar and the nails. Mm -hmm. What was the weirdest part, I think, of this whole film, and I do think that's saying something, is at the end of the film when they, spoiler alert, defeat the possessing ghost mm -hmm. and the possessor, you know, we should, we should watch popcorn sometime. Anywho, I, I'm totally off track. Okay, I apologize. Um, that point where she goes, okay, so the bad ghost is gone, and then she's like, all the other ghosts, and she says it just like this. Now everyone else back to your rooms. And they just listen. And the ghosts just go back into those rooms and what, like, they reboard the... I don't understand. What kind of a ghost? What? They, uh, they just, they listened to they her. They just listened to her and they went back into their rooms? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. I didn't understand that at all. No. That could be a whole subcategory of parts that didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Did it explode at all? No. Oh, well, I guess that's good for you guys. Mm. <laughs> Did anybody else understand the earthquake part? Oh, I guess that's why the building started collapsing in on itself. Even yes. though I had assumed it was doing that because of the evil ghost. Right. And it wasn't until the, the title card at the end that was like, the earthquake there was the worst. And it was like, oh, there was an earthquake? So yeah. all of this was imagined. I also tried really hard to find an ice cream that had quake somewhere in it and I could not find honestly one. the moment I left the theater I forgot so many of these things because I was so <laughs> well the earthquake to me didn't seem that important but there's a whole subsection about it on Wikipedia because and 1906 1906 earthquake is a real thing well yes but is it a big thing on the Wikipedia because it destroyed part of the Winchester house yes aha mm -hmm. they didn't really need to include that in the film no nope. no but I mean going Solely off the movie oh, also. Is it inferred that his wife oh. was in that garden room the whole time and that she couldn't quell her rage, so she locked her in the garden room, and then later he came, and then when he got mm. into the garden room, she was there? And all they did was relive it, and then she was like, all right, we're good now. Yeah. Is that what the is inferred? God, this movie sucks. <laughs> yes. Although <laughs> I, I chose to believe that the wife wasn't going to be comforted with Helen Mirren because the ghost is like, I'll just wait for my husband, who's eventually going to end up here, and will like eventually come barging into, because she's a ghost and she knows everything. Mm. Like, guess. Right? Ghost. I, I just, the, mo the moment that it was revealed know. that she's designing the house possessed as the ghost. Mm -hmm. I thought it was weird that she couldn't see the ghost. That was weird. Like, yeah. I understand the concept that the main guy could see the ghost because he was technically dead for a couple minutes. 
I mean, I mean, I understand it <laughs> as a concept. I'm not saying I think that's great. Especially yeah. since if you're legally dead for three minutes, that's a really long time, right? Or am I, or is that right at the legal limit? Legal limit. Right at the like. He should have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> the earthquake did happen in the real house and she was trapped in one of her bedrooms for several hours. I hate that. That's not cool. I don't like it. Hey, can you do me But I mean, those rooms are so huge. What if it was just the doorway and she was just chilling, fucking spirit writing. Spirit writing. Spirit designing. She spirit should have gone designing. to architecture school. She would have made so much money. <laughs> what are you doing, Winchester woman? Um, Carly, can you look up how long you can be dead before you're like dead, dead? <laughs> type in that phrase. I'm going to type that into our sponsor, Google. <laughs> how long can you be dead before you're. I think you're... we're sponsored by Bing. I think we're sponsored uh, by we're sponsored the by concept Bing. of our own mortality. Just kidding, Bing. Please sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's an answer. Oh. Um, well, okay, so I wrote, how long can you be dead before you are dead dead? And this is how it starts. <laughs> Wait, this reminds me how I actually read a book about this called Spook that I love, and I recommend it to everyone. Anyway, but I don't remember. What did you learn from the internet? I'm so sorry. Well, the beginning of the answer doesn't make sense to me, but it says, if not, you typically don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes sense. For this, the general rule of thumb is that brain cells begin to die after approximately four to six minutes of no blood flow. After around 10 minutes, those cells will cease functioning and be effectively dead. Okay, so then it's conceivable that he was dead for three minutes. Well, not dead for three minutes. He had a lack of blood flow for three minutes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've heard of people dying temporarily. Right? Well, yeah, I feel like yeah, the yeah, only yeah. reason that point of information was included in the film was to defer from there being a ghost who only he could see and perceive to be a real person. But the bullet, we need to come back to the bullet. First of all, cheese ball engraving. What did oh, it's it said together, together forever. Yeah. Which was so, so assumably he got that out of, well, the doctors took it out of his body after his wife accidentally shot him, which is what happened. And then the wife was like, oh my God, I shot him and then killed herself. That's how she dies. And um, so, but he survives. He gets the bullet after it's removed from his body, cleans it and gets it engraved. And it says together forever. That was really weird. I will say that was like, why would, I mean, okay. Keeping the bullet. Sure. Mm -hmm. Cleaning it up. Sure. Getting forever together engraved in it. And he's supposed to be a doctor, but he's also supposed well, to he's be a, a psychiatrist doctor. So it's kind of like, are you really that bent up about your wife or have I don't you moved her on death drove him bring in sex workers. It's so funny that the that only thing the we missed was a couple I of sex workers. Yeah, but I think that that's, I mean, I, I just think that's silly. <laughs> the whole thing was kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, I don't think it deserved a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't think so either. I don't either. It wasn't that bad. I mean, sure, it wasn't great, and I will agree. Well, it was only like, what, 90 minutes long, which I feel like is very odd these days. Like, what film is only 90 minutes unless it was made for TV? I don't know this the answer to that movie. question. But my point is, I didn't think it was that bad. It was an, an, I enjoyed those 90 minutes. I did not get 35.9% of the way in and decide I hated it. It was 40%. <laughs> it didn't take me that long, honestly. By the end of it, I was like, well, that again, like this ice cream, which I'm going to eat all of, is in the end disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Mine was good, but I'm still salty You're about this movie. <laughs> so, All right. <clears throat> I, what else do we have to say about this movie? 
I don't even know why Halo Top is so low calories. It's freaking half water ice. <laughs> I mean, I understand that this is called ice cream. Mm. Anyway, again. There are some movies that have 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, like what? Probably Bloods vs. Wolves. Bloods vs. Wolves? Uh, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. Whoa, that's a title. Jaws the Revenge. I wonder. It has 0%? Well, it deserves it. Just like this movie. (laughs) So. Uh, Farewell to Arms? I think now is the time that we decide our rating. Oh, okay. I'm going to go first. All right, go ahead. Say one. Okay. I'm surprised (laughs) you said one. I thought this was going to be your opportunity to say zero. Oh, can we say zero? Well, I, I don't know. We've not even rating. discussed this. The Big Green has a zero percent. This has got to be wrong. What's the Big Green? We can't the talk about it right movie. now. It's awful. What? I love it. Uh, you don't remember this That's movie? why you're in a traveling band. No, I don't remember this movie. Oh, my gosh. Well, add it to the list. It's a 1995, which, as we determined in the Family last podcast, is maybe comedy. my favorite year of mm. filmmaking. Y'all. It's a sports family. I can't handle this and the movie we just watched. Okay, we need to be serious about whether or not we can give zero ratings. I don't think we can. I think one's the lowest. One's the lowest? One's the lowest. Well, I don't want to... One is 10%, and I'm giving this movie 10%. That is not (laughs) what one one one-sixth is. In my mind. Hair... Hair carnage. (laughs) Intern Carly, will you please divide one by six and tell me what the (laughs) decimal is for the love of all that is math? Thank you. Gosh, it's so nice to have an intern. We should always have an intern. Yes. Like, seriously, for realsies. Wait, one divide one by six? Yes. Uh, it's point one six. Well, it's, okay, so... Oh, it, that's 16, or round to 17%. That is not 10%, so I, I was right. I hated it. That's what... I didn't... Okay, I didn't hate it. Wait, can you... <clears throat> I was thoroughly unimpressed with this movie. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a thing that stood out about it other than the decor, which I was really excited about in the first few scenes where there was lots of plants everywhere. There were lots of plants. That I enjoyed. Oh, wait. There was a really funny moment that maybe I hallucinated where... (laughs) (laughs) Where, We we were on hallucinogen. (laughs) Where um, (laughs) the, the guy goes into the greenhouse where his wife died, the recreated one that his wife's ghost is in. And, and when he goes in and he's not quite sure that the ghost is there yet, at some point her ghost goes, my plants that I love so much that you let die. And I heard you grumble to Carly. Did I hallucinate that? No, that happened. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. no. He was not over it. Harrison and Carly are my actual parents, and I don't like it when they fight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we only just met. <laughs> <laughs> but we gave birth to Kayla. Yeah, no, that's facts. That's just a medical fact. I'm a Kayla, science teacher. what's your rating? My, okay, so Wait, I, I'm troubled. Wait, point six is a 10%, just so we're clear. A point six of your... A so point, I'm giving yeah, it a little over 10%. I understood. We're not allowed to give half half points, which I regret all the time, constantly. <laughs> because I don't think I disliked it as much as Harrison, but I don't know that I liked it enough for two out of six. So this is... I don't know what to do. One. So I... I was expecting you to say zero, and then I was going to give it a one. Do you really want to give this movie a two? No, I don't. <laughs> but I just don't think I disliked it as much as you. You shouldn't feel guilty. We don't know this movie anything. <laughs> I <laughs> And owe, it gave us nothing. It gave me so much things. Like, remember that thing we learned earlier that I already forgot? <laughs> oh, the thing about the Civil War and the guns. It doesn't matter. Listen, again... <laughs> I am all off kilter today because 
I keep having the internet tell me that I'm le- less than 50% uh, Gryffindor and it's devastating me. So I need, I need to just give this a one. All right. And I need to not base my ratings all the time on how they compare to your ratings. <laughs> we are bad about that. We are bad. All right, special guest intern Carly. What do you give it? How oh, many Carlys? Definitely a one. One Carly. One, 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 one. It's one. unanimous. Yay! It's our first. Is this our first unanimous? Yeah. I think wow. So. That's because you have horrible taste in movies. Mm. Example: The Conjuring. <laughs> Which we won't okay. speak of until another podcast ever again. I'm so sorry. All I'm going to say is Demon Knight. Demon Knight was amazing. <laughs> I would like to tell you both that the um, new Cabin Fever from 2016 got a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm devastated. As well it should devastated. have. Devastated. <laughs> all right, well, I will say I feel I'm glad that, first of all, um, we're not going to give zeros out, I guess. That's nice. That seems positive. And... Um, I'm kind of I'm proud of Winchester for not being a zero percent, considering that there are apparently so many. Mm. So congratulations, Winchester. Congratulations, Remington. You did it. You did it. <laughs> All <you>. right. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Don't buy Halo Top unless Halo Top wants to sponsor us, and then you should definitely buy So Delicious. Then you can salted caramel cluster. Just... What did you think of your ice cream intern, Carly? Oh, I think it was delicious. Oh, can we rate our ice creams? Oh, yes, of course. Um, I'm gonna give mine a ten. That's no, it's it's out of six out of for six. some <laughs> dumb I reason. Ten out of six. <laughs> I'm gonna give mine. I want to give it a zero, but we just decided we can't give zero. Can't give it a zero. Well, well, we can decide on an and ice again, cream. it's gone. I ate it all. This. You want to give it's it a, a one? one? So I guess it's a one. One out of six, Kayla's. What about yours, Harrison? What is yours? She said one. Didn't? Oh, no, wait, no she said ten. At least ten. a six. Okay, okay yours so a six. six. I'm satisfied, but it could have provided <laughs> some sort of surprise to me that it didn't. So I'm going to say nuts. five. Nuts. You could have some of the nuts out of Kayla's. Yeah, you want some of the, yeah. <laughs> the nuts that sunk to the bottom that I didn't eat? Mm, that sounds real appetizing. Yeah, oh, I hate it. I, I hate everything about this. I hate that I ate the whole thing. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And we'll see you soon. Wait, Carly, premiere our, our theme music. Oh. Skiddly bee <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye now. Bye. <laughs>